The Stur Valley has always been an inspirational landscape for artists. Perhaps the best known is John Constable, who famously worked out of doors. Renowned as the first artist that could truly paint skies, reproductions of his work are found throughout the world. Artist Thomas Gainsborough was also born in the Stur Valley. Known best for his portraits, he always maintained his love for the landscape. Other artists drawn to the valley include John Nash, who settled in Wormingford and had a passion for landscapes, especially in the snow, and the plant life of the Stur Valley. Sir Alfred Munnings, most famous for his depiction of horses, had an extremely distinctive style of portraying change in the rural landscape. Munnings lived and worked near Dedham, and his former house is now maintained as the Munnings Art Museum. To celebrate these great artists of the past, as well as contemporary artists who practice and create art within the Stur Valley today, a film called Stur Surroundings Art and the Valley is being produced. The film has been developed by local artist Jevin Watkins-Jones with offshoot films. The documentary film takes a look at artists both past and present who have responded to the landscape of the Stur Valley. In the film, we hear how this special landscape of Constable, Gainsborough, Morris and Munnings continues to shape and speak to the work of contemporary artists today. Moving between studio interviews and beautiful footage across the valley, we hear from painter and sculptor Maggie Hambling, who speaks of absorbing the landscape, and from Simon Carter, May Cornet, and several others who talk expressively about how they respond to the Stur Valley and the landscape in their own individual ways. Other contemporary artists featured include Michael Carlo, Chris Dabrowski, Freddie Robbins, Alex Robbins, Charlotte Verity and Andrew Vass, and other significant artists of the past include Peter Cooker and Blair Hugh Stanton. First we hear from artist May Cornet and her reaction to visiting the River Stour for the first time. Well, Kim, my partner, he um, had a caravan here for a long time before we were together and he said, I'm going to take you to this magic place. And I did kind of, I was very curious about it because he told me about it. And I, the first time we came, we were driving along and there was a point in the road where it was going up and down. And then I caught a glimpse of the store and her blueness. And I thought, well, now that is magic. That is special. And, and I, saw, I fell in love with it immediately. And it was a shocking thing. It was a very shocking thing to fall in love with a landscape that I didn't know, that I didn't have any ancestral, any familial roots to. I didn't think that was a thing that could happen. Jenny Hand is the director of the Munnings Art Museum in Dedham. It's true, there does seem to be more artists here than perhaps in other parts of the country. Um, I don't know whether it's just a fault of geography. We seem to be blessed with um, Gainsborough and Constable and Munnings, and it just seems that their land itself may have grown them. Um, I, 
uh, you know, Munnings was born at the top of, top of Suffolk on, in the Waveney Valley. He um, certainly made a decision to buy um, Castle House here in the Stour Valley because of its proximity to the river and the East An Anglian landscape that he could see around him. And indeed, he called this house the house of his dreams because it was so close to the river and also so close to Constable Flatford, uh, who was uh, Constable being a an artist that he admired greatly um and so i don't know whether it's just sheer luck that that happened <laughs> um but clearly the landscape here um did uh, have an influence on some of the greatest uh, artists that uh, you know britain has ever known emma rudehouse is a curator for colchester and ipswich museums including christchurch mansion well, I think the Stour Valley um, attracts many different creative people and artists. So I think it's hard to boil it down to one particular element, really. People say, oh, you know, it's the, the sort of landscape or it's the light or, you know, um, what is wonderful is that when you are in the landscape that, um, and having worked with the collection here at Ipswich for many years, is that you can go out and see a Gainsborough tree or you know, part of a constable um, landscape and still recognise a lot of those things, you know, out there. And perhaps that's what continues to attract people, just as Constable followed almost in Gainsborough's footsteps to come and retrace where he sketched in Ipswich. You know, people keep coming back to see what attracts others. So we're, we're by nature curious. And I think that curiosity keeps bringing us back. Mark Bills is the director of Gainsborough's House, a gallery and museum in Sudbury. Gainsborough was kind of rooted to the area, I think all his life. I mean, funny enough, Gainsborough was a, t a town person, really. He never lived, you know, Sudbury and is a small, relatively small town, and he was in Virginia, and then he lived in sort of Ipswich, London, he lived in Bath. He lived in the big sort of places, but he always hankered towards this great sort of rural idyll in a way, which I think was about his childhood around Sudbury and around the, the Stour. And, you know, people used to write about him, even his obituaries and people, he obviously spoke about it because in his obituary, when he died in London in 1788, that he said, you know, nature um, was his teacher and the woods of Suffolk his academy. I think, he, and, and that every stone he knew. And I think it was, I think it grew, grew you know, in his mind uh, that that sort of childhood and that, that, that relationship with the landscape never went away and it was always an ideal for him. That he often tried to recreate in his pictures, even though he was in very different places. And so I think that relationship was very important and it's one that we want to explore in, in, in the new galleries that we create. Ruth Philo is a painter, filmmaker, and the director of the River Stour Festival. Well, it's um, such a beautiful landscape, and you've already got the history of Gainsborough and um, Constable in the area. Uh, it has, all through the 20th century, it was a popular place for artists, with um, people like uh, Cedric Morris, Alfred Munnings, John Nash, and... In, in Sudbury, you've got Gainsborough's House Print Workshop, which draws a lot of people uh, to it. To, and I think people enjoy the area and then choose to live and settle. 
it's not too far from London, so although you've got the best of both worlds, really. Beautiful countryside, but easy access to other places. Sarah Milne is a painter and curator at the National Trust's Boathouse Gallery at Flatford. Constable wrote to his friend John Fisher in 1821 that I should paint my own places best. And I think um, for him, it's his authentic love of the place that really shines through. And I think um, this this is what uh, can be seen in other artists as well. Um, and people will naturally follow in his footsteps, I think, or, or any great artist, like Cezanne or whatever, whoever. Um, if a place has been very influential, they'll want to come and try and get some of that magic too. I think it's the love of the local, for Constable particularly, because he loved it, they'll look at it in, in a special way, I think. His work has become so iconic for people that they're affectionate about the landscape before they've even come. Sarah Pugh is a specialist marine art dealer and framer and owner of the Sea Pictures Gallery in Clare. I think the Stour Valley is rich in landscape. Uh, you have wonderful light, big skies. Um, you have absolutely gorgeous views. Um, it's, it's a honeypot for artists, whether they're um, living and working in the Stour Valley or frequently, in the case of my artists, coming here specifically to record what they see. Penny Hughes Stanton is the owner and curator of the North House Gallery in Manningtree. Well, East Anglian skies are a, it's a cliche thing to say, but it is important. The light is so clear and different and doesn't rain that much, so you can get out and do stuff. Um, so I think, it, I think it's the light. I mean, it's not the same as your Mediterranean light, for example. It's quite cold in a way, but there it is. You've always got a huge dome of sky over you. Jane Lewis is an abstract landscape painter working in oils and watercolour from a studio in her garden at her home in Suffolk. Largely the light. And I mean, I can only, again, I can only go back to what I was saying about why, why I like this area, that I think there's a simplicity and an openness, um, quite often a kind of calmness as well. Um, I mean, if you think of the, if you think of uh, the, the terrain around Flatford, Flatford Mill, um, which is beautiful, and it's, it's, it's quintessential English countryside. And I, you know, when, when, when you go there and you visit, which lots of people do, of course, I'm sure there are changes, but you can often just look out over there and think, I don't think this has changed much in, I don't know, four or five hundred years. Not a lot, anyway. If it's as beautiful now as it was then, which I've, I'm sure it is, um, you know, I can, I, can, I, can, I can see that. I love the flatness of it. I, well, it isn't flat, of course, but I love the openness. Um, I, I w I'm much happier living here than, I think, for example, living in hills, which might be more pretty or, or more spectacular, but I, I love the openness. Um, but then, again, trying to paint that, and when I was painting it figuratively, 
that was quite difficult because obviously there's very little to get hold of. Half the time you've just got a horizon and not much else going on. And again, that's what then makes you start to look very, very closely, you know, looking, looking for something, looking hard, not in an academic way, but just you just make yourself notice little things. I think it's quite a, a challenging landscape to work in. Um, and I've had this conversation with other people who paint the landscape, both, you know, in an abstract manner, like I feel I do, um, and in a, a more figurative manner. And I think we're all, well, so, okay, I'll speak for myself. There is this push-pull feel that it's a huge challenge, um, but if you can get something that you feel works, or that at least says something, it, it's intensely satisfying. Nat Young is a retired GP, a painter and a radio presenter on Cole Radio FM. I go through, uh, I have little runs of, of, of paintings. It might be, uh, what, uh, paintings feed from each other. There's no question of it. And if I've do, done one, a small one, then I might think well, that's, that could be good. I wouldn't copy it, but uh, as, a, as a theme, and I've, I've had one going recently, which is when you're driving around in January and there's this very low, flat sun, and you get a blinding white light coming out from behind clouds, and that's, that's been a source of paintings recently. Um, I've done quite a few with this big, bright, sometimes yellow light. Uh, and the, the skies in East Anglia, that's it's more, it's more in, interesting and sadly than the landscape, I feel. Whereas I like to go to Yorkshire where the land is more important than the sky. But beggars can't be choosers. Terry Flower is a teacher and artist working with sculpture and photography. I think if I, if I said my, my writing now, uh, and the, the works, the book works or whatever, have a message. It's look, look at your feet, look at what's on your doorstep. So it's really important that I do, this, you know, practice what I preach. Um, and I think the landscape around here is really interesting. It's not a sense of elemental wonder, you know. It's not an. Uh, what, if you go on holidays sometimes, and we always choose a destination because of the landscape, you could say North Devon we go a lot, it's, it's very elemental, the landscape there. And you turn a corner and there's a sharp intake of breath, you know, it's that <gasps> wonder. Whereas here, it's an exhaler breath, it's a sort of oh, a breathing out. There's a sort of space that you get and a calming down. And then by engaging with it, you it's engaging with, with the ordinariness of it in a way, you know? It's, na nature at its best is ordinary. It's not like, you know, everyone's ch chasing, you know, the rarest plant or, you know, the track, trying to track red squirrels down or whatever they're trying to do. Noticing the ordinary, that's really important. And that's what I want to do in my work. So that in a sense, most of the population are urban now, but if you can get them to look out their window, you know, 
after reading something you've done and just noticing the weed or whatever. They're in touch with nature and that's the other thing. It's about we are part of nature and getting back in touch with it. So I, to answer your question, yeah, I have to get out there just to notice. Sally Freer is a printmaker working with Process who uses the Gainsborough's House Print Workshop. We've got a book of um, Suffolk artists, artists who've come to Suffolk over the years, somewhere on the shelves. And it's incredible. It, it, over the years, somehow, it's been a kind of a mini magnet. The thing about Suffolk is, you see, it's not pristine. It's not clipped, it's not finished, it's not tidy. And I think that's what artists are drawn to. It seems to have a natural quality to itself that brings people in um, because it, it's, it's still open for artists to interpret for themselves. Nobody else has taken control of it and made it them, for, for themselves. It's just still its own essence, if you like. And people are drawn to that. And I'm sure that's why so many artists have visited, even if they haven't stayed. But many more have visited and stayed for that very reason. Roy Freer is a painter who lives and works in Sudbury. Suffolk is an immaculate place to come to. It's got so much soul, so much uh, nature. You can make contact with the uh, with with growth with the feel for life, and I think that's important. The population of Suffolk is more, more sympathetic to painters um, and to people that will just stop and have a conversation while walking along the, the street. Never have I been anywhere else where um, people are not being hushed along by uh, the uh, uh, traffic or other people charging here, charging there. There seems to be a time for communication and communication in two senses, not only people talking to each other, but from landscape to person, I think this is this is why Suffolk is such an. Imp uh, you you can't you could never replace it. It's it's got that uh, quality of existence. It'll give you as much as any other opportunity in life. It's very good. It's very sympathetic. Well, it's, it's a river which seems to be running essentially in a flat countryside. Um, so that there's, n there's no black and whites in the river in the, in the, that I know in the, in the sort of landscape around. It's just very much an integral part of the landscape. It doesn't create a great valley or it doesn't have a great waterfall, it doesn't have great rapids. Uh, and it, 
the bits of the river, it sort of languishes, if you like, in the countryside, if that makes sense. Um, it doesn't say, look, I'm here, I'm, look at me. It's just, there's a gentleness about it and a quietness. Um, I suppose that's why I like it, really. In fact, you cannot move for people talking to each other when you're walking along the pavement. People are, people are very open to each other. And when you go into the villages, because they haven't been spoilt, you're still a welcome stranger. They've still got that beautiful attitude where they're not turning their back on you and saying, oh, another tourist. We do have our honeypot places, obviously, but um, there's still so much of Suffolk that's untrammeled by invasions that people can go and enjoy and just relax and, and appreciate and know that they can have time and space to enjoy it, can't they? Very special. Maggie Hambling is an artist and sculptor who lives and works in London and Suffolk. Well, it's a wonderful space, isn't there? That whole Flatford, Dedham, East Burgled, that whole Constable country is in it for just hope to God that it is there for people's grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren and not built on in any kind of way because it is an idyll and you do get the sense of how the landscape was, always has been and we trust, the National Trust, forever will be. I mean, there's, 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 there's something about, you know, the sky over that particular lay of the valley, if that's what you say, the lie of the land in that valley, and the, 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 grand, the grandeur of it, but the intimacy of it when you come to that, you know, the, you know, the building, the church, the, you know, the little things that are there. The, it's, in, it's that intimacy and grandeur at the same time. And I personally like it best Possibly because I can't swim and I wouldn't jump into the river anymore. Um, best in winter because, of course, with snow lying on it, and you rarely see something extraordinary. And, and, and the fall, the, as I said, the form of trees. I mean, trees sort of people the land, They're like people sort of moving through that magical landscape. And... I think it's very uh, it's inspiring. Just this, the small the, and leans and trees and the gathering of trees and the relationship of architecture, which is quite humble in relationship to nature at that point. I think nature is, uh, is a formidable friend to have, but a necessary one. So, and it's, it, it gathers itself in quite different costumes. Uh, it's, it's like a stage performance. There it is but tomorrow it'll take a different form.
because a, a different production is on that stage. But it's, it offers colour, it, it, it offers sound, it offers movement, not just a still set of object features. somebody is coming to the Star Valley to create work, it will totally depend what their medium is. If they are um, looking to take uh, photographs, it could be anywhere along the riverbank. Um, same for painting, I suppose. Um, if you are into something that is more practical, so ceramic or weaving or uh, woodcrafts, then probably um, you need to talk to Clare Country Park because um, they have new facilities that are being introduced at the moment for people who want to do practical things like that. Oh, uh, there are so many places to visit and it, and it you know, uh, depending on what interests you and engage you, there is always something to do. So if you're an active person, you know, there's cycling um, up and down the river valley and there's walking and, of course, riding horses. There are horses passing us all the time here in Dedham. Um, uh, and if you're, uh, you know, a more a person more interested in the kind of historical nature uh, of the the store valley than places such as Flatford with its uh, variety of buildings there or Sudbury, Great Cornard, you know, there is a history there to be discovered. Um, and in there's such a wealth of um, uh, natural beauty um, that there's you know, there's something for everyone and the whole of the valley should be explored. In fact, I should explore it more because there are parts of it yet that I know are, are out there that um, are definitely worth a visit, whether that be, you know, um, in an artistic way um, or, or something more, more active and outdoor. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say try and recreate the hay when probably I would say actually try to see as much of the variety of the style and actually because it is very different too of course when you get right down to when it becomes an estuary around that manning tree and the whole sort of area it's a very different feel very in interesting very different kind of feel I think it's ex exploring it depends on the kind of artist maybe an artist who wants to travel along the whole length of it maybe an artist who wants to look at one aspect of it or certain particular I don't know and of course artists work in so many different ways now very difficult to know where to recommend. I think to see as much of it as you can, rather any particular, um, or any, any any particular aspect. And I think it'd be great in future that people next explored uh, more of it. You know, I know that the sort of River Star Festival does a lot to, to to look at the whole length of it, and I think that's 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 absolutely right. Well, I would. Um point them in the direction of history and um, get them to go to Flatford to look at um, Constable's landscape. But um, I'd also take them out on the water meadows in Sudbury and make sure that they had an experience of the estuary as well, so at least get to Manningtree. 
Well, I mean, classically, for me, it, it has to be the Dedham-Flatford walk and, you know, it's a well-trodden path, obviously. Um, but one of the highlights I always remember was walking from um, Flatford across through to Dedham and then being able to ring the church bells there and go up in the tower. So, um, you know, and see out the top across that kind of panoramic view and that's that's something else, so I'm, I'm not going to forget that. That was a few years ago. <laughs> and uh, if they're not interested particularly in, in Thunstable, of course I can have a jolly good walk on a fresh scone in the tea room by the river. You take a boat out for a row, you can just have a lovely wander. Uh, lots of people have emotional connections with Flatford and they We've had many proposals on the bridge and wedding photographs and people spread their ashes there and that kind of thing. So that's why I like working there. Each place has its own atmosphere and its own merit. You, you, can, you can take from each place. It doesn't have to be a chocolate box scene that you say, wow, that's, that's lovely. I mean, to go back to Flatford, I say that particular bit looking across from Flatford to Dedham is, is, is just <laughs> exquisitely pretty and simple and, and as a quintessential Britishness um, with the water meadows and the, and the, the trees um, and a few cattle ranging around. Um, I, I do like it when it gets a little bit more rangy and end, what I call end of the world feeling as you go out more towards the coast. Um, and that's, that's probably kind of more what would feed into my psyche. But having said that, just walking around here locally, which is just undulating farmland, not spectacular, but, but has a quiet, a quiet understated beauty, which does require the, the time just to absorb it and appreciate it. It's not going to knock you over and it's not going to hit you in the face and go, look at me. <laughs> it's there, it's quiet, it's lovely, and it's changing every day and there are little details. There's a great sense of space it has. I think it's, I would go back to my own interpretation, that it's, it's the modesty of it as well. In many ways it's undramatic, so in, what that does is it makes it really restful and it's, it slows you down. You know? You're not rushing to see what's around the next corner because the horizon's over there, you can see, and it, it's just got this um, horizontal plane to it which is a slowing down sort of technique um, so there's that and then others will say well we've got you know the Gainsborough the Constable but uh, I think the fact that we've got Gainsborough and Constable is just uh, an accident of fate in a weird way you know if Gainsborough was born in Deeside he would have probably painted up there you know so um, someone would have picked it out <laughs> Well, Gainsborough, you know, always said he, he, he wanted to do his landscapes, as it were, and he just had to make a living like the rest of us. Portraiture was the way to do it. But his sort of early little sketches around here are cool. So people could be drawn by those artists and say, Christ, I want to go there. Alfred Munnings, um, initially, because we're all, we're all tweaked, aren't we? And we all like a little mission. So those artists can bring people in as the first point of reference. There's a little mission. Let's go to the Money's Museum. Let's, 
let's go up to Flatford Mill. But when they get here, I think they'll appreciate the landscape for itself and not what it's interpreted as. It's just very restful. And, and that idea I talked earlier about slowing down, what's, what's amazing, and this um, takes the anxiety out because you can see, um, you know, there's a little rise just over there where I know when I'm on the top, I, c I can see the horizon for like 360 degrees, you know. And the other thing about that horizon is probably oh, on a clear day 30, 40 miles away, so that horizon in a circle. And the other th wonderful thing, I can walk to it all if I want, if I had a mind to. From that one spot, I can walk to it. So there's a sense, you know, that takes the anxiety away as well. You know, oh, that's achievable, I can do that. Like, oh, what's behind that big dark forest? No, you don't get that here. We're not in Germany um, with the pine forests, etc. So it's it just reassuring. That's what it is. And what I said earlier in this sort of interview, there's a sort of breathing out. It's like, oh, let's relax. It's not a gasp of excitement. It's, yeah, chill. We do get a lot of people from London. We get people from all over the world, really, coming to visit. It's amazing down that little lane. Um, but yes, lots of people come from the train. Just walk all of it. I mean, I, my obsession with doing all of it stems from having relations up at the other end, Glemsford. Um, and I, as a child, I didn't understand why this leafy tiny little brook turned into this great river that we've got here. And Stoa means great river, great, this is a great river. Um, so only walking it did I understand it. So, so there are lots of little places like Kidlington and further up and um, all the way down, Clare, Cavendish, everywhere you can see the river, all of it, it's, it's wonderful. I think one of my favourite spots in, um, in the Stour Valley is actually not far from me, um, up the top of the castle in Clare, you get on a beautiful day the most stunning views. I find something fascinating in the patterns and the colours of rooftops and fields and then trees. It's really quite amazing and well worth the climb to the top. Sam Luxford runs Navistitch, a business that creates artworks by stitching designs onto navigation charts. Obviously Dedham is a, um, a large creative hub, Dedham and Flatford. Um, there's obviously Constable got there first <laughs> and there's a reason why he did. Um, but depending on, on what your subject matter is, there's, there's the buildings in the villages, um, you've got the, the freshwater part of the River Stir, um, and obviously Flatford Mill is a great place for visitors to come and see and paint and enjoy. The problem with favourites is, 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 you know, if you give them away, everyone goes there. And it <laughs> um, 
And I don't, and in a weird way, I don't actually. Out my back door here, within five minutes, I'm crossing what's called the Belsham Brook, which flows into the Stour. Um, so you've got the Belsham, little Belsham Valley there with the water meadows that have stretched from Sudbury up. So I tend to wander a lot there. I don't think I've got a favourite because they just don't want to offer, it's like having a classroom full of kids and saying, yeah, you're my favourite. They're all worthy and it, it, there's some value in all of it. And in fact, we ought to be spreading out a bit more, you know, not just focusing in on on tiny little areas because it's, it's just almost accident that Constable did the, you know, the boat being repaired there because that's where it's being repaired and he, he lived at Flatford Mill so he's painted that if he was... Um, whatever house he was born in he was going to paint but suddenly oh he was born there so let's all go there no I think you know the whole run of the the river is it has its interesting uh, moments I suppose it's those that are, are more f familiar to me and ones that I've walked along around and, and often perhaps overlooked around Sudbury going towards um Henny going towards Clare and Cavendish, and that that whole route is is is, is amazing. And that isn't to say you know we all know um, Dedham and because of Constable and the sort of things, but actually there are so many parts of it which are, which are interesting, and still so many sort of unspoilt um, um, things where you can actually you know really really enjoy and explore. And I think it's 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 very difficult because things change as you explore things and walk around things. For me, it says unexpected things that you come across and sites that that really are sort of um in, inspiring um and uh and i think so much of it is is good it's very difficult to pick a a particular place really it's very hard to choose a favorite landscape each area has uh quite personal connections for me but i did sudbury to the sea a couple of years ago in a kayak and my favourite bit of the river is probably between Henny and Lamoche and this, I, I like seeing the kingfishers there. Reverend Margaret King, team rector of the North Hinkford parishes and organiser of the South Stour Churches Festival. I would have to say onto Gravel Hill <laughs> and onto, there's a farm called Applecroft. If you go up the back of that, you can actually see Henny Church, which has got a crooked spire. And anywhere looking up towards Henny Church, it's a lovely view looking down or down at the Henny Swan. Lovely views at the river there. And that's one place where you can see the river very well. And the swans, of course, the eponymous swans and you can get in a little electric boat and go up the river. And because it's electric, it's not making sounds. So you see much more of the wildlife. So I would suggest that people certainly do that trip on the river to get the feel of the, the silence of the river, if you like, because it's not generally lapping or turned up or anything like that. And it's completely quiet, but you get the wildlife and the birds. The road between Sudbury and Bures is the most gorgeous road I know. <laughs> you start off going along an enclosed sunken road 
where the trees arch over the top and the light just permeates through the branches. I've done prints of that. And then it moves on and on the right-hand side is an old um, dig for bricks um, where they used to um, take the clay and they still, they actually opened it up quite recently and I've done prints of that. Then you go through Great Henny, where I used to live as a child, and moving on, there's a landscape that it just has walked out of a Gainsborough's landscape. It's a conglomeration of trees bending and twisting with the weather, and the river store just behind, um, just peeping through glinting, flat where the floodplain is, and I've done prints of that. I'd forgotten all of this, it's amazing. And then just carrying on and um, beyond that again, you climb up a zigzag of a road that twists and turns and you've got to watch the road. But at the very top, there's a little piece of earth chipped out with a wooden seat carved out of a tree trunk. And you sit there and you have the whole of the landscape looking across back towards Sudbury, catching all the trees, the meadows, the roads, everything, and I've done prints of that. I used to be, I used to be senior curator of paintings, prints and drawings at the Museum of London, and what was really interesting about the images of London, of which there are many, and the river around the Thames and everything, was very often the most interesting images from those who came outside London, who came, you know, whether that be Canaletto, whether it be you know, Monet or whatever, who, do, who saw it afresh and everything. It's very different here. It's a really interesting thing because in many ways there have been a number of things. Very often it's that those who've been most interested, those who kind of been brought up here and it was in, you know, part of who they are, and their response to it is very interesting. So it's a little bit different in that sense. But for me, coming from, you know, I've been here seven, eight years, is that for me, the thing that struck me when I first arrived was the skies in many ways. And the, and the fact um, in terms of how a sky could be so many different things all at one time. And actually the expanse of skies, it was something quite, it was very different from my experience. Very hard to say that now, living here and seeing that every day. But it's something I, I just remember. It's a memory, really. I remember noticing that. Whether that is the case or not, it's difficult to know. And I think it's, but it is. And it's remarkably, we're, we're, well, I'm talking about where we are now, remarkably rural. Um, but I, it's a very difficult question. Perhaps artists are inspired by different things. But it is about landscape. It is about, it has to be about landscape because of the rural nature of the space. I've been running five exhibitions a year since 2012. When I uh, first came to Flatford, I realised that there wasn't much for artists who came and uh, we did get a lot of people coming because of the Constable's connection. And on inviting people to come and exhibit there, it was extraordinary how many um, were looking either towards Constable or the landscape for their exhibition. I was just trying to to get across that just by inviting people they um, somehow find their connection with the place.
and I really want to show how important Constable is in the thinking of contemporary artists. So uh, people still work in the same way that he did, drawing in the landscape, they go back into the studio and making paintings from there. Um, and many people look towards his work for inspiration. Uh, Simon Carter, for example, Louise Balin, very significant artists, have produced wonderful paintings because of Constable and Fletcher connection. And people still looking to him for influence and, in, and inspiration. I think working in such a beautiful place has uh, made me um, realise that actually I really needed to do some painting again. So about five years ago I got a studio, 10 minutes drive from Flatford, 10 minutes drive from where I live. And um, I have done a lot of work since and, and really get a lot out of it. And I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's the influence of where I work and the artists I've met and so on has made me feel it's been possible. I guess it goes without saying that it's the, the saltwater part of the, the River Stour that really um, I think is inspiring for creativity. If you look out upon the river, some days it looks completely bleak and cold. You can look out on another day and it can look like a tropical beach. Um, you could be in, in somewhere really exotic sometimes and we're actually we're on a beach in Essex. Um, it's ever-changing. No two days are the same. It's the kind of place where um, there's been times in my life where I've had some, some jobs that have been quite high pressured and at the end of the day you finish work, you go back to Radness and within minutes of being there you've forgotten you've even been at work because it just takes all the stress away. Um, I love um, sitting and watching the river and every time you look at the river it's different. Um, the river itself is changing, you've got calm days, you've got rough days, you've got wild days, um, there's boats coming up and down, there's children playing in the sand. Every time you look out, it's different. There's always something to see. <laughs> Who needs a television when you've got a river to watch? The women here that I meet, that I swim with, I mean, I love those women, I love them. I know, and it's across all ages. People who live here, people who come holiday here. But the river is our meeting place. And I feel I have deep connections with those women through these, through our lives that we share each time we come here and talk and share life. Yeah. I always say dig where you stand because wherever you arrive it doesn't matter you could be in the middle of one of the bigger towns or out in the villages or even just in a remote property but look where you are because there's so much inspiration and if you've chosen that place to live there was a reason why you chose it and it's got to be something about the location and the relationship that it means to has meaning for you yeah, I think dig where you stand because there's no reason to start moving beyond until you acquaint yourself with where you are. And you don't have to go very far for that, do you? <laughs> yeah, you, you think, oh, I've got the whole of the county. And, it, and you have, but quite often what you've got in front of your face is quite a lot.
I think it's just a surprise that it's here. People find it surprising that it's here. So come and be surprised. It's wonderful.